You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Just tell me, fire everybody and welcome to hit the books the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe i am ryan knightsey and with me as always is the man of a thousand nicknames one of which is the spicy nugget mikey man freddie mikey how are you doing bud i'm doing pretty good uh you're very loud in my ears right now and i need to figure out how to make that not happen because it hurts do you want me to talk louder then or um <laughs> uh, uh, uh mikey you texted me right beforehand that your mind is spinning can you explain to the folks at home why your mind's spinning is it is everything okay I, I am dealing with like this weird case of whiplash because there was a at time of recording which is right now there was an <laughs> yeah attack, the, there was... <laughs> which which people at home obviously know at when of, right at, now is at time of recording which is around noon on Wednesday there was there was, on Wednesday there was a Nintendo Direct at like 10 a.m. uh to announce a new Smash Bros character and the new Smash Bros character that got announced which you guys probably know about by now is Minecraft Steve uh so I'm just like a little bit I'm just reeling a little bit because the meme has come to life uh Sakurai didn't let his memes be green I mean that's what I'm saying like he I I, whenever I saw the meme of Minecraft Steve being in Smash Brothers, it's funny. But I was also like, well, I mean, that would be cool. <laughs> like, like, you know, like it was like a funny meme, but the same vein in the back of my head, I was like, but that would be pretty cool. And I like to think that's what the N- Nintendo thought. They were like, well, I mean, if we can get these licensing no, deals no, out. You know what? You know what Nintendo thought? Gee, Minecraft is making a lot of money these days. They're 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 a top franchise. Might as well do a tie-in. Now, in that I would one hundred percent agree. One hundred percent agree. It's like, well, then we'll just make a butt ton of money. We'll all make a butt ton of money. So let's just do it. Minecraft Renaissance. Everyone is saying it's uh, the Minecraft Renaissance three is coming. Why not? Who? So in Minecraft, Steve gone. What's the next Smash Brothers meme? I. Uh, Crash Bandicoot? I don't know. Crash Waluigi has always been there. Waluigi's always going to be there, but if... Waluigi's always going to be a meme because you know I can't even say this anywhere. I was going to say because he's one of those characters who I def- who definitely won't be in Smash. But Minecraft Steve was also someone I thought would never be in Smash, but here we are. Crash Bandicoot would be like the next big licensing deal for nintendo to make for to get him into the smash brothers game okay. that that would be you know, the next big thing for them you know who i want in smash like unironically the fortnite banana please no i want uh king hippo from punch out to get uh little max rival in there that would be cool uh, why how about uh, hold on i gotta look up the, the only issue with that the only issue with that is that 
I feel like King Hippo would be very similar to King K. Rule because yeah. they both have the be- they both have the belly that's like a weak point almost. And if and it's like if you break King K. Rule's belly armor, he gets all he gets like stunned. You almost so want, you like, almost I, want King he, Hippo to be like an alternate attire for King K. Rule in a way. Almost, yeah. But like I wanted, I wanted, I just wanted as a character because I. I like the Punch Out universe, and I like the characters in the Punch Out universe. Mm-hmm. So I wish they kind of delved more into that because they're really not like they're really neat. Like there's like Glass Joe, there's Soda Popinski, there's King Hippo. Like there's some good, there's some neat characters that I like from the Punch Out series. Oh, I mean, I want Glass Joe in there. You know, I mean, I Glass want... Joe would be funny. You know, I want Glass Joe in there and just get, I don't know, Dan Avidan to do the voice of it. Uh, Glass Joe would be great to have in there. Bad ball, not bad. Bald Bull, Super Macho Man. I'm looking at Soda Popinski. We're just looking at uh, Von Krake. Soda Pop, Soda Popinski is one of Soda Popinski is one of my favorite Punch Out characters because he's just like a Russian who gets stronger when he drinks soda. Because mm-hmm. in the original Punch Out, it was a Russian who got stronger when he drank vodka. But to make it kid friendly, they made him drink soda. Um, where else? Bear Hugger. Aaron Ryan, mm-hmm. Aaron Ryan, the Irish guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I would love that. I would honestly love if they did. Because uh, Punch Out, because that, but that's that, not the, that that's we, not the next big franchise for Smash Brothers, right? Yeah, probably not. I don't think I don't think they're I think they're done with Punch Out. I think Little Mac was their Punch Out rep, and that's it. I don't think they're going any further into that that well. But, I would love. Uh, I would like them to. I would love King Hippo as a assist trophy. That would be cool. I think that's a good idea. Um, I'm trying to think of what's the next thing. Do you ever see WWE having a character in Smash Brothers? I don't think so. No, it's if, all video if, games. If, right? if it was gonna be, if it was, I would, I will say though, if it was gonna be anybody, it's either gonna be John Cena or Undertaker, right? Like, there's yeah. no, no, it's gonna be that, like that something. Gonna be... It's gonna be like a World of Tanks crossing where they get Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> you know everybody's current 2020 favorite wrestler sergeant slaughter and ultimate warrior yeah um yeah i i don't a big video i, I think mean, crash to bandicoot be, to makes be the fair sense. to be fair i know the point you're trying to make but sergeant slaughter and world of tanks kind of yeah i know it's like yeah i know it's not like they had a bunch of other military characters yeah right like i don't know like i, I feel like sergeant slaughter fits in world of tanks and i'm okay with that like what's I'm trying to think what's they have Sonic they got Banjo and Kazooie they got Minecraft they don't have Fortnite I mean, there's still what how many like how many slots are left three or I think it's like three or four right yeah but they can always expand because the first because the first slot of the new pack was Min Min second was now Steve mm-hmm. and I think there's three or four more I forgot if there's five or six for the the second fighters pass i think crash bandicoot would be pr- great i think i think i think it's got i think the next character like not the next character but i feel like one of the characters in this patch is in this in this pass is gonna be crash i hope so i think i think f- the fortnite banana or any of the fortnite characters are a possibility and you can't rule them out because of the mine it's just the mine what's funny about the minecraft thing is that it opens more doors and you're like oh okay uh oh okay uh, people are pro- people are probably still on the. Uh, I mean, shovel knight's um, in there, and that that was a huge door opener too. I mean, that was. I mean, he's an assist trophy, yeah. But I I could I see how that opens doors. Or, like people are or, um, probably going to be a character, but Sand I don't know, so. Sand's being a costume. 
You know, there there's a lot of indie games. I for I forgot that was a thing. Yeah. I forgot you can be Sans in Smash Bros and fight with Megalovania playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, what other? Oh what... my God! You could do oh Smash Bros. You could do Sans versus Minecraft Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most toxic. That is the most toxic Smash Bros. fight I've ever heard in my entire life. Waluigi Sans assist trophies only. Minecraft Steve. You can only use Waluigi assist trophies. Oh my god! I wish you could. I wish you could do like assist trophies like that, where it's like you can specify which character assist trophy you can use. Um, not just like toggle the actual item on and off. Yeah, I don't know. I I think honestly, like Fortnite would be the next big thing, and also Crash Bandicoot, like we've already spoken. I don't know if there's any more big fran- video game franchises. Maybe like Call of Duty. <laughs> well, I they did they did. Do they, they don't have Street Fighter, do they? No, they do have Street Fighter. They have Ken and Ryu. They don't have Mortal Kombat. <laughs> they probably, yeah, they're they, not going to do Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that's too violent. It's Mortal Kombat. I mean, come on. It's in the title, basically. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I would be excited to see what's next. Uh, Mikey, it is Crash Bandicoot. If you could pick any character from anything ever, who would you love to have? In Smash this Brothers. is my this is my problem here, because at this point, I'm happy with the roster. I don't think I have like like personally, I have no idea who else I want. Like I said, besides King Hippo, probably there's like nobody else I could even fathom that I could think of. But if you could pull from, we have not we have Snake, we have Cloud, we have Bayonetta. Like what the where like. What is else? <laughs> like, like there's so many possibilities. It's just so there's so many options that it's so hard to pick. What about um, Sora from Kingdom Hearts? That's definitely that. That's another big possibility. I feel like, but I feel like they missed the train on that one. Where they should have did it with the release of Kingdom Hearts three. Agreed. Which was but so well received. <laughs> which they didn't. Which is weird. But I feel like if they were gonna do Sora, that would have been it. Yeah. I mean, it's, also, it's, like I said, licensing deals. So it might just take time, you know? I mean, yeah, especially with Disney. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, like, yeah, Disney Square Enix. Because Disney probably get involved, and they're like, well, this is also our property. I mean, so they, now it's... I mean, they have the I mean, they have the Square Enix. That's true. Obviously. Because Cloud's there, so. Mm, that is true. Um, let's get into this goddamn show, don't, shouldn't we? Well, this isn't. Yeah, if it. you're new to the show, you this isn't just a Super Smash Brothers DLC recap. All right, show. now welcome to Smash the Books. <laughs> what was our that? Smash, our Smash Brothers spinoff show. Wasn't that an alternate title we had at one point? <laughs> Probably. I feel like that was. Um, yeah. So what we do every single week, folks at home, is that we uh, book our own versions of Raw and SmackDown. You know, it's they're pretty. You can say their you can say their pizza, you can say their steak. Either way, we say that our shows are better than Raw and SmackDown. I'm putting that throwing that mic down, that gauntlet down onto the floor. Uh, we book our own versions separately uh, of both Raw and SmackDown. I'm covering Raw, Mikey's covering SmackDown. We fancy book our own versions, but we obviously we try to keep it as realistic as possible. We have a set number of matches we have to do, a set number of segments we have to do. And after every single one, we'll roll a randomizer that will help keep us realistic. It'll give us injuries. It'll give us um, uh, uh, 
uh, uh, other things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Forgot it. Injuries. It gives us 2K outcomes. It gives us stuff like that. Just all kinds of all kinds of crazy, wacky things that they that they can do to our cards. During that thought, I had <laughs> I had like a new thought enter my brain. I was like, oh shit, I need to bring that up, and <laughs> my other thought was just gone. But yes, so we'll try to do that. And obviously, the way the randomizer gets picked, who has to get hit by the randomizer, is by you at home. So if you go to Twitter after the release of every Friday's episode, then you can look at it and vote there at Hit. The I just Pod. thought of who I wanted in Smash. Who? There we go, Mikey. Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not a bad pick. I think mm, I can see that more as like maybe. I don't know what the 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 name of the character actually is, but I feel like that art side would fit really well with Smash. I feel like that would work better as like a like a sand sort of shovel knight thing where it's like a costume. I mean, I feel like the moves that could be diverse enough. That's fair. Um, yeah. So, uh, anyways, uh, we let's get into it. Uh, last week's poll was voted on by you, the folks at home, and Mikey. I got the results in. The winner got... is nobody because it was a tie. <gasps> Another tie. You were winning for quite a while, and then someone voted raw, and I have the feeling that it was our good friend Rob. Uh, who did... Probably because it was another week without uh, Detective Truth on the card. He did mention when when we brought it, when I when we messaged him on Twitter that he, he's like, I'm not voting SmackDown until I see Detective Truth. Big Detective Truth fan over here. Uh, UTT Rob. So shout out to Rob there. <laughs> so it is a tie. That means we have to hit the randomizer on each other. So... Yep. Uh, there we go. But there are a couple of uh, things of business that we have to get out of the way first. Uh, and that is as follows. Number one, Mikey. Uh, there are some people making some returns this week, isn't there? Some people making some returns. Yes, if I'm not mistaken. Um, we have Roderick Strong making their return this week. Uh, obviously, you know, one of member of the United Speed Era. But an undrafted... Sonia Deville. Oh right, is making her return. Well, when I say she's making her return, she is eligible. She's no longer injured. She's eligible to wrestle again. She has been cleared. So, Mikey, who's getting Sonia Deville? I'll put my name in the hat. As I would, I I would love Sonia Deville in my roster. But at the same time, you got Mandy Rose, so I understand that sort of appeal for you as well. Do you have any sort of preference? I do. I will say I do want Sonya Deville. I think at this point we both really want Sonya Deville, so I think it might be up to a coin flip here. At the same time, we also we also have our second point of business, which could yes. really, which really just really get into a fight about it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, then let's. Uh, should we flip the coin then? Sure. Okay. Let's flip. <laughs> Typed in Sonya Deville, not <laughs> flip a coin. <laughs> Flip a Sonya Deville. Uh, there we go. Okay, flip a coin. Um, so flipping a coin. Heads is whom, tails is whom. Uh, heads raw, tails SmackDown. Heads raw, tails SmackDown. My fingers are crossed. Remember, also remember. If you, if one of us does lose this coin flip, there is a certain something coming up. Like I said, point of business number two. The, point of business number two. The coin flip has been revealed. The answer is tails. Sony Deville to SmackDown. 
All right, all right. I am very mad about that. <laughs> I will say, now that I'm learning about this on this recording, she will not be showing up in this specific episode, but maybe next week. I had, I was going to use her this episode if I had her. I wasn't sure, so I didn't. I was. I knew. I knew we, it was going to be a toss-up. So I did. I made. I didn't book. I didn't put her on the cards because to be safe. That's fair. That's fair. Um. Okay. Let me just do a slight adjustment here. I had a backup in mind, but the. Uh. That's fine. Uh. Anyways, <laughs> point of business number two. Why? Why fix this sort of thing? I was. I was really hoping for Sonia because I booked her. <laughs> booked her in this episode. Um, Bold move. Uh. I know. I was going for it. I've also been teasing it for like a week already. <laughs> Very bold move. Um, so, um, Mikey, point of business number two you... is that we have okay. a draft coming up. According to okay. WWE, there is a draft, not this weekend, but next weekend. Uh, obviously starting on SmackDown and moving to Raw. Not a, Kind of a surprise to like the internet in some sense. But this is the exact same time to do the draft last year when SmackDown was splitting to Fox. So uh, it's not, you know, it's not actually too much too surprising. It looks like it could be a yearly thing around this time. Yeah. Um, okay. Ryan? Yes. I will say I have a proposition for you. What is that? I'll give you, I'm going to give you two choices here. Okay. You can have Sony DeVille or you can hit me with the randomizer. How about it? How about I? I don't want to hit you with the randomizer because I'm. You're all already going to be hit with the randomizer. This, this thing. That's what I'm saying. I'm giving you a choice this week. Can I? Hit, what if we do that? Can I hit with what I, what I think would be a more fair, uh, okay. turn? <laughs> you return Sony the villain, then she gets injured again. <laughs> uh, what about this? Combine. The the two points of topics, the two the two news bits items. I'll take Sony Deville. You get the number one pick in the draft. Okay, is that right. that might be bad for me? Because <laughs> listen, you seem you seem to have much more plans for Sony Deville than I do. So I feel like we we settled it with a coin flip, but then I feel like it makes more sense for you to have Sony Deville. So I think we can settle it like that. I think that works. I'll take first round draft pick, and you can have Sonya Deville. I might have. I hope that is a good enough play in my book. Uh, the bad news is, is that you're the first draft pick, so you could just take Sonya immediately. I won't. Okay. Because okay. there. The, well, no, no. Okay. Here's the. Here's the. Uh, we'll do. We'll do this. We'll do. I take the first draft pick, but my first draft pick can't be Sonya. Yeah, that's that's fair. I, that's fine. Okay. You still can take Sonya during the draft, so I have like a basically a not. It's not a fifty percent chance, but you know, there's a chance that I might. Still I can still pick him. Sonya, but she can't be my first pick. That's fair. Okay, I'll 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 agree to those terms, even though I also pitch those terms, <laughs> which I think it's worse in my favor than hitting you with a randomizer. Um, but I wanted to make it fair. I want you to get something out of it potentially. But uh, fair okay, enough. let's do that then. Let's let's do that. Do we agree? Shake hands on it. Shake hands. There's the our our <laughs> nice firm handshake. A nice firm handshake on that one. Uh, good for us. Okay, then I will be using Sony Deville. There we go. She is on Raw for the time being. Um, okay. Uh, 
Okay, just writing that down here. Uh, the second point of business that we need to finish up with, Mikey, are or is that um, we have a draft, and technically it's supposed to be next week, right? Technically, yes. But uh, you and I messaged about it, and we just wanted to tell the folks at home we're not going to do the draft next week. No, uh, we are going to do a draft, but we we were like, uh, <laughs> next week we are not. Uh, can we, why, first of all, why is WWE... Because if we do it next week, that only gives us two weeks of build for Hell in a Cell. But also, why is WWE doing a draft before pay-per-view? Just do it, like, the week after a pay-per-view. dumb. Like, because, and that's the thing that also frustrates me about WWE doing a draft, is, like, it's one thing that they move superstars around, but it's been said time and time again, they also move writers around. Uh, which is uh, who cares? Because they get in and out. Are you going to get drafted time. to SmackDown, and I'm going to get drafted to Raw? Potentially, switch. Potentially, no, no, no. Um, but but that but that's the thing. So like, I'll mid, be Mikey Monday, mid pay per view build, they change writers around, and it's like I don't know why you're doing that. Um, but yeah, so so we're not going to do a draft next week. Instead, we are just going to continue our build to Hell in a Cell, um, which takes place on october 25th mm-hmm. and then that next episode falling hell in a cell will be our starting point uh starting point starting point of season four of hit the books with the draft we'll draft all new wrestlers we also want to wait i guess is it a coincidence that hell in a cell is around halloween no, definitely not. One hundred percent not. They're they're hoping for one of these days for it to be on Halloween. Oh my god! Right? They, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. Hall in a no. Halloween in a cell. Hall Hall- in a cell. Halloween in a cell. Hall in a ween. Is it? Hold on. Is it next year when it could be? Hold on. I'm checking real quick. I think next year. Ryan. Yes, next year. Oh. If they next year it's on Halloween. Well, it's on a Halloween's on a Sunday interesting so they have the they gotta do it right they have to they gotta do it. you gotta do it why wouldn't you do it if you're if you're why wouldn't why wouldn't you put it on halloween but we're gonna continue our build the hell in a cell here with the people we have and then at the the episode following that we'll have the brand new season four of hit the books so you can tell your friends to you know if they want to get into the show or it's a good point you know it's like wwe you need a good starting point every once in a while for new fans to get on board so tell your people, let's get new people on board on the season four. We'll do start with a whole new draft. We're going to do a draft. We're not going to do a shakeup. Um, we're going to do a straight draft like we did at the beginning of this season. We'll have the wheel re- will return. Um, so get excited. Get hyped. Get, get Mojo Raleigh hyped here. Draft, baby. Draft season. Draft, baby, it's draft season. Pour a cold one because it's a draft. <laughs> bad. Okay, speaking of bad... <laughs> Let's open up the show of Monday Night Raw. Because uh, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll just open it for you, Mike. Speaking of bad, it's time for Raw. <laughs> open up with T-Bar. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. My cats are now invading my desk. All right. Let me, hold on. Let me get rid of Slapjack versus Drew McIntyre for the <laughs> title. Universal Championship. Slapjack goes over. <laughs> um, no more slapping a rocket to Slapjack. Uh, we're opening up Monday Night Raw with... Daniel Bryan and Edge. Uh, Daniel Bryan mentions that while he was training Chad Gable, he he would watch Raw as well, and every single night he would see Seth Rollins beat down Edge or his friends and target that neck. And, you know, 
as Daniel Bryan says, obviously I empathize with that. Edge, you are the only you and I are the only people in that locker room right now that retired from the sport that we love and worked harder until we got back. Now the miracle boys. Now Rollins wants to take that all the way. I, I couldn't stand back. Uh Edge responds saying he obviously appreciates that. Seth Rollins uh, despite everything we've said about each other, is a great wrestler. But us, Daniel, we are legends, certified Hall of Famers. We are incredibly similar, We, but we've obviously never have tagged together. Gosh, we've only wrestled each other once. A match I won, by the way. But that was 10 years ago. And in 10 years, our lives have led us here. We challenge Seth and Disciples for the Raw Tag Team Championships one week ago, and we've heard nothing. So come out here, Rollins. We know you're here tonight. Walk on out. You know, after after a beat, Rollins and the disciples do walk out. And Rollins tells them that their story is very touching. But the fact is, uh, is what did I write here? I could just see Rollins coming out and just being like, "Oh, cute. Oh, very cute. Just slow clapping. This is a yeah. this is very touching. Aww, adorable. But I know. So cute. And I, but you know, I know you're waiting for my answer. And I'll be honest, I've been sleeping on it. You know. It didn't truly hit me what my answer was going to be. I just woke up before this just episode of woke Raw. Up. I have a migraine. <laughs> I was sleeping for a whole week. Yeah, me and Becky. They put me in my hibernation cocoon till the next Raw. Of course, because that's how these shows go. Uh, I've been sleeping on it, and it didn't truly hit me what my answer was going to be until last night where I had a dream. I dreamt, literally, of this match for the first time last night. And upon further reflection, it wasn't a dream. It was a nightmare. The match between you two is not why I am the Monday Night Messiah. I'm not here to have dream matches with legends. I'm here to put over the younger talent like with the likes of Disciple Murphy and Disciple Mastiff here. The current Raw Tag Team Champions. That nightmare does not match what I want for the greater good of this company. Rollins then declines the match because not only are Brian and Edge has-beens, they have not competed once together. Why should I allow our titles to be defended to a team so inexperienced? Win some matches, and then we can talk. And then the Rollins and Disciples leave. Very interesting. Yes, yes. Thoughts on that, Mikey? I like it a lot. I like I like uh, Rollins being like, I had a dream. It was not good. <laughs> It was probably them winning. I don't. So I declined the match because I had a dream about you guys beating me. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. I mean, you can't go wrong with with dreams. Name one. Name one dr- bad dream. I dare you. <laughs> Velveteen. Ah, <laughs> there it is. You're right. <laughs> you're right. I've blocked it so much out of my memory. I had no idea what you're talking about. Let's move on right away into the next match on Raw because we want to get out of that thirst, terrible thirst trap. Um, moving on to King Corbin versus Ricochet. Um, there is going to be MVP on commentary this week for this match. Uh, he's saying that he has his eyes on Ricochet, him becoming a singles wrestler, you know, and how if he was a singles wrestler, you know, sooner, maybe he could have been in the Intercontinental Number One Contender Tournament that I won. And maybe he could have won it if he was in, if he was a singles wrestler sooner. Uh, but Ricochet proves his singles wrestling worth, I guess, by defeating King Corbin. Oh, King Corbin, another loss. Come on, Ryan. 
I feel like at this rate of how I'm treating King Corbin, that you're probably going to... Now you're dr- just slapping me in the face, because, like, you were almost putting... You, like, oh, were on the verge of putting him over, and then as soon as I was like, all right, I'm voting King Corbin for every win after this, and then nothing. Nothing. All you've done was put him in the ground. I can't wait. I, I have a feeling that King Corbin will be drafted to SmackDown soon. <laughs> King Corbin will rise again. <laughs> he will have a new kingdom to set foot on. Um, going right into the backstage segment with Ricochet and MVP. Uh, MVP catches up to Ricochet backstage as Ricochet is, you know, getting iced up or whatever. MVP wants to take Ricochet under his wing, says he's faced Sheamus at Clash of Champions and sees the true talent inside Ricochet. He wants to coach him to help get that IC title. Ricochet says he appreciates the look, but he has to respectfully decline. All right. I like, I like the, I like the respectfully. Yes. He's like, I'm turning you down, but respectfully. Yeah. Well, he's not saying, like, get out of my face. He's like, hey, look, you man. get out of here. I don't want to be your partner. Get out. I'm the one and only. <laughs> How dare you? You know, he, he's MVP's a good guy. Ricochet's a good guy. It's just like, you know, I'm, I'm okay. You, this isn't Ricochet turning heel on MVP. It's just like, no, I'm good. You see, I've gotten, you know, three wins in a row. Uh, three wins in a row, three weeks in a row. I'm good, you know. I steadily, I've beaten the. Uh, who did I? Who did he beat? He beat the Miz. Uh, he beat Elias, and then he beat King Corbin. You know, he's on his way for I would argue an Intercontinental title shot. I agree. Moving right along into the next match, it is Shayna Baszler taking on Naomi. Naomi said she wanted the rechallenge after what happened at Clash of Champions and the week previous. Uh, or was it the week? I don't remember if it was the week previous. I forget when it was. But Naomi wants the challenge here. However, she loses to the Raw Women's Champion, Shayna Baszler. Fair enough. After the match, Baszler grabs the microphone. Baszler wipes her hands and says, there you go. More proof on why I am the Raw Women's Champion. It doesn't matter how athletic you think you are. It doesn't matter at all. I am MMA trained. I am dangerous. No one in that locker room has the same skills that I possess. Suddenly, Sonia Deville returns. <gasps> Sonia goes forehead to forehead. The other cage fighter. Oh my god, it's so good. Forehead to forehead with Shayna. Sonia Deville goes, and the two just go at it, full scale, pull apart brawl. Oh, do they do they call like? reps and security and also the rest of the locker room exactly <laughs> i said full scale pull apart didn't i all right i love it the cage fighter versus the, we're having a ufc fight here here at raw <laughs> on its way to hell in a cell <laughs> <gasps> now that's not a tease i don't know what i'm doing the yet ca- the cage fighters taking their rightful place inside the cage if i if i'm able to keep sonia at past the draft i would love to just do a the f- cage the Punjabi prison, of course. I, that wasn't my pitch. I was going to say a fight pit. <laughs> fight pit is also very good. <laughs> but I have Listen, to... I don't think the fight pit is a bad concept. It's just a steel cage with a bunch of weapons. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. Um, but yeah, there we go. That's So that is why I was really hoping for Sony DeVille. I did have a replacement in mind, and I'm not going to reveal that at this time. But uh, Mikey, thoughts on Shayna Baszler versus Sonya? This... This title match, if it ever, if, if this if it title ever match happens, happens, it needs to take place on Raw Underground. 
Yeah, raw raw, under, raw underground doesn't exist on this uh, <laughs> plane of existence. You need to make it exist and then have them fight for it there because that that is where these two could be contained. That's actually let them let them be unchained. <laughs> let it be a fight. I'm just gonna was it let them actually punch each other, you cowards. I'm gonna let them have like a dog kennel match where uh, dogs don't do anything. Um, so there we go. Let's move right along. Speaking of the Intercontinental title, actually, I have Sheamus versus the man that pinned him last week, Grand Metalik, for said title. Still a shock. Still a shock. Uh, Ricochet is watching this match from backstage, uh, but it's this match does not last long, Mikey. Sheamus is very serious. You know, he's mad at himself for screwing up a spot at one point. But basically, he just utterly destroys Metalik. A complete reversal of what happened last week, where Metalik just won with a roll-up and was able to get all these fly- high-flying moves. Metalik barely gets any aerial offense here in this match. Sheamus is really serious. He Last week, he took Metalik lightly, and this week, he is uh, putting power and strength into the match. Sheamus wins and retains the Intercontinental Championship. Sounds about right. That is more of what I expected. Yes, a very yeah, very uh, serious Sheamus. Uh, but a nice yes. little defense, I guess, against Grand Metalik. Uh, Indeed. Moving right along, backstage, Alistair Black, he's talking to the LLC, Bobby Lashley, Lana, and Cesaro. Alistair Black is demanding that they tell him what they did to Keith Lee. Now, because you don't, if you don't remember, LLC were being paid by Roman Reigns, and the LLC, along with the Usos, abducted Keith Lee. So Black is on a mission to figure out what happened. Lana tells Black that they are a business. I'll send you Detective Truth, Justice Lux. <laughs> this is an emergency. <laughs> oh, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see if I can use I'll it. let you have a little Detective Truth as a treat. We definitely need a detective on this one. Uh, Lana tells Black that they are, are they are a business, and whatever happens behind closed doors stays behind closed doors. Detective Alistair. But you know us. You know us, Alistair Black. You got money? Maybe those doors will crack open a bit. <laughs> I just like the idea of Roman paid them to abduct Keith Lee, and now Alistair Black is going to pay them to unabduct Keith Lee. <laughs> no, he's not even asking to unabduct him. He's asking him where they where Keith Lee is. <laughs> he's like, I just want the info. I don't want you to like just give him to me. I want to work money. for it. Here's money. Tell me where you got paid to bring him. Black says that he have doesn't have any time for this nonsense. Tell me where he is. He demands. Lana says no money, no info. Black says he'll get money when he kicks their ass tonight. Bobby Lashley looks confused. Asks Alistair Black if he really wants to take on Bobby Lashley, the dominator Bobby Lashley. Black responds saying, no, I want both of you right now in that ring. I will knock you out, Lashley, and I'll knock your teeth back into your skull, Cesaro. Black leaves and LLC are just stunned. I love it. I love I love it. And that leaves. I like I like the idea of on Raw, everyone who comes in contact with LLC or somebody of the sort just ends up becoming a detective character. <laughs> <laughs> I like I just like how the only stories and all I of t- their segments are filmed in black and white. The only stories I tell on Raw are mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like a Raw is the soap opera. Yes. Yeah, I guess I guess that's true. I guess I am going with a soap opera. 
entertain form of entertainment, not like dumb poop comedy. I guess so that's better. I guess like Miz, like Miz getting stripped to his underwear. Or I, I forgot that that happened. I was, I was trying to think of like Drake Maverick peeing on someone's robe. Also very good. Uh, this obviously leads into the next match, which is Aleister Black versus the LLC with Lana in a handicap match. Um, Aleister Black versus Lashley and Cesaro. Uh, you know, who do you, who, Mikey, who do you think is going to win this one? I don't know, actually. The rare question of what after, do you think? After, 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 uh, Grand Metal League pinned Sheamus, I have no idea what goes on over there anymore. That's fair. Well, I can tell you the answer. It is LLC have the numbers advantage, and they use that advantage to get the victory over Aleister Black. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so they get, they have the numbers advantage, like I said. The world the world is correct again. The world is correct. Aleister Black does not win. Uh, going right into the next thing, with Black still in the ring, the Firefly Funhouse intro starts God. on the Titan Tron. Oh, no. Bray, Bray Wyatt's there waving at the crowd, welcoming all of his oh, fireflies. No. <laughs> especially one little firefly sitting in that very ring. Al, when I see you, you bring me and the rest of the fireflies such joy. You remind me so much of myself. Uh, Huskus comes up and he's like, and me? And Wyatt tells him, no, not really. Then Mercy the Buzzard comes up and he's like, no, he's like me. And then Wyatt's like, eh, kind of, but not really. Uh, then Wyatt stops him and says, no, you were, okay, you never were exactly like me, but Al, I remember thinking the same way you did, ready to fight, take on the world. And guess what happened, Al? I, I ate the world. I failed. It wasn't until I let him in that things are on the uppity up. But hey, I'm not here to threaten you with a good time. I'm here to cut you a deal. I have fireflies all over the globe, Al, and they tell me things. Special things. Things like, and then uh, a graphic, uh, no, no, I think he just says it. Things like, where in the world is WWE champion Keith Lee? And then the graphic and song. It's become Where's Waldo? No, no, not Where's Waldo. The graphic and song. Exactly. The graphic and song. Where in the world is WWE champion Keith Lee? (laughs) (laughs) When when the graphic leaves, we go back to Wyatt and he's wearing a red fedora. Uh, Incredible. You see, Al, I know where he is. But it's up to you to find him. I can give you the hint, but that requires one thing. The music stops and Wyatt gets deadly serious. He wants your soul. He wants what you have and he will stop at nothing to rip the flesh of your bone and rip the soul straight out of your body. The music plays again and Wyatt says excitedly, better get searching as he waves off the camera. I thought you were going to say that the one thing he wants is for you to let me in. Uh, well, you can't away. <laughs> but I like the other thing. It was very intense and scary. Now I'm terrified for Alistair Black. Nice. <laughs> nice. So maybe maybe Detective Truth would have been a better way, but we'll see, I guess, if Alistair Black... Uh... Uh, no, now we have Detective Ray Wyatt. <laughs> well, yeah, we have... 
Well, it's not Detective Bray Wyatt. It's like he knows where Keith Lee is and how to get to him, but he has there's a price to pay, Alistair Black, and we, have, we don't know if Alistair Black will accept said deal. Maybe, maybe instead of that, I feel like school is a big price to pay for Keith Lee. Well, I guess that's true. I mean, in the mean, well, for the to be fair, he's kind of just hanging out wherever he is in the eternal ether of the world. Um, I guess <laughs> if LLC could get there, I guess that's fair. But they LLC are... deliver him to the fiend, and they're like, "Here, you do something with him." I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know if I know that information. <laughs> You know how like when you're writing something and you're like, you know, I don't know if that's if that happened. Happen. I don't know. I I don't know. That's kind of with Bray Wyatt knowing what happened. That kind of that's kind of what it feels like, where it's just like they gave him to like the fiend, and the fiend threw him in like that pocket dimension that goes through that door in the Firefly Funhouse, I mean, where John Cena ended up in that match. I don't think they would have given him to the fiend, but I I think it's a real place. I just don't know what or where that is legitimately. <laughs> um but yeah that that is that uh that is firefly funhouse going into our final match it's the main event here mikey uh it is roman reigns with the usos tanking on uh we haven't seen this team in quite a while roman reigns versus kofi kingston with woods with the new days back with woods and big e the new day have returned the new days back. All right. Roman Reigns versus Kofi Kingston. Roman Reigns gets the victory over Kofi. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not sure if that was a big main event thing because I think a, a better cl- show closure could have been. Uh, uh, I mean, the blood, the bloodline versus the New Day is a pretty big. I like that too, and I and I like to imagine that we were hyping it up throughout the show, and maybe I should have said it at the top of this card before. I mean, I started Kobe talking. Kingston, Kobe Kingston, former WWE champion. Roman Reigns, also a former WWE champion and the number one contender. Kind of currently WWE yeah, yeah, champion, yeah, yeah. weirdly. Yeah, yeah. And then the Usos in New Day also have had their bangers of matches, so it's just like, I feel like this is main event material. Yeah, I, I just, I, I feel like I should have probably hyped it up better at the beginning of this when I started telling it. But yes, I like to imagine we've been hyping it up for a little bit. Mm. Since also, I haven't used the New Day in like forever. Well, there you go. So uh, there we go. New Day of return, but Kofi Kingston loses to Roman Reigns, number one contender Roman Reigns. Bummer. And that is raw mikey that is raw that is monday night raw monday night ryan raw over here uh thoughts thoughts on the overview of raw thoughts comments Uh, concerns i like it a lot i thought raw was great this week i'm terrified for what is going to happen to alistair black yeah and what alistair black decides to do yeah but uh i'm sure it'll be great yeah i i i'm excited i I'm excited for this. I already have their match planned. Uh, and obviously there's other things at play. Obviously, Hell in a Cell is coming up. I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just saying, hey, Hell in a Cell is around the corner. It, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming, baby. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. All things considered. Um, well, there we go, Mikey. That was raw. And if anything, like I said at the beginning, the randomizer has to be hit. We both lost last week from the tie. So, Mikey, hit me with that randomizer while I try to get my new kitten, Tucker, stopped from chewing my goddamn headphones. Tucker, what are you doing, bud? This guy is 11 weeks old, and he's currently balled up on my lap eating 
like these headphone wires and it's not great over here bud yeah i bet that sounds that sounds rough that sounds fun i got jude over here on my left i got i got i'm surrounded by cats right now come on tucker all right well i got your randomizer roll when you finally deal with the cats i'm ready i'm ready hit me your randomizer roll is card subject to change replace an entire match replace an entire match yes Okay. <laughs> um, hmm. Place and time. Man, this is more difficult than uh, <laughs> I thought it would be. Yep. Hmm. Trust me, I know the feeling, Ryan. Yeah, that's that's fair. You've hit me with a few of those in the past. <laughs> well, I for me, I think the. The two options for me that I would like, I think could I just replace, is the main event, Roman Reigns versus Kofi Kingston. Okay. Would it be cheating to just straight make that a six-man? No, I wouldn't say so. Okay. Because Uh, you're adding four more people to the match. That's fair. Uh, I also think I could maybe replace Sheamus versus Grand Metalik, and maybe I can push that till next weekend. Or not next weekend, but next week. Um, That's not too bad I think that's possible the problem is is that I don't know what to do <laughs> to replace it all with oh man I don't know Mikey I don't I just simply I want to keep Shayna Baszler obviously I want to keep Ricochet at the top of the card there and I want to keep the handicap match it's just whether or not I want to get rid of Sheamus Metalik and also what to replace it with if I even got rid of Sheamus Metalik what the heck do I replace it with, you know? I don't know. What am I... These perfectly sculpted cards have to get changed on the fly, and that's the difficult situation of it all. I think... I think what I'm going to do is be cheap about it. Okay. And make it Roman Reigns and the Usos in a big six-man tag match versus the New Day. Okay, I like that. I think I'm going to do... Rome. So basically, the Bloodline versus the New Day here. I think I'm going to have the New Day win, however. Oh, very interesting switch up. Yes. I think I'm going to have the New Day win here. I'm, I'm doing a big, big change here. But the New Day get the victory. Roman Reigns and the Usos lose. I'm sure that will upset them moving forward. Hmm, I wonder where this is going now. Hmm, who knows? Who knows? Not me, said the wizard. Not I. I don't know why. Not I, said the booking guy. Said the booking god. How dare you? Um, Okay, there we go. That's my night raw. That is my change. That is what I'm sticking with it. Um, Mikey, hit me. I like it. Hit me with that thing. All right, rolling into SmackDown. We have our Universal Champion opening up this show. He grabs a mic and he speaks up. Last week, I told Finn Balor he could have a shot at this title whenever he wanted one. He could have challenged me right then and there, but he didn't. He thinks he hasn't earned it, but I think he has. However, Finn, if you want to prove yourself that you've earned this shot, how about a match tonight? Non-title. If you could take down the champion... I think you can say you've earned it. What do you say, Finn? 
Finn comes to the ring and grabs a mic and really mulls over the like he's walking back and forth. He's pacing. He's really like he's thinking like, about all of his options. He's sweating. He keeps like putting his mic to his mouth like he's gonna answer, but then he doesn't, and he's like thinking about it more. He's like, oh, oh my god, oh jeez, oh, and yeah. then he's and then he's finally able to come up with an answer. He grabs the mic and quickly says, "You're on." And the two do the really aggressive handshake, and the match is official. Our main event tonight: Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre. Ooh. What a didn't didn't Finn Balor wasn't that last week in McIntyre like um last week it was Finn Balor it was opening it was all, up and saying why he, he helped McIntyre but, and McIntyre saying that he he can have a title shot whenever and this is for the this is a non-title contest today this is a not that's that yeah that, okay. that McIntyre is coming to the ring because last week Finn said he hasn't earned a title shot yet. And Drew's like, I think you have definitely earned it. But if you want to prove it to yourself, oh, then fight me. See, then fight me tonight. Okay. And if you beat me, then I think you know. I'm on board. You've earned I'm it. I'm on board. I like it. So now our main event is a non-title match: Drew McIntyre versus Finn Balor. And if Finn Balor wins, he gets a title shot. That's interesting. That is very interesting to me. Well, if Finn Balor wins, he could. I don't. It's up. To, it's up to Finn Balor still. But like, I think the implications are Finn Balor getting a title shot. Correct. Correct. I like this. I like this. I'm interested. And I'm. I'd like. I told you. I'm like, interested that's not in officially doing the stipulation, but like, you know. Yeah. 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 So that's our main event tonight. Uh, we're gonna roll right into match one, which Shelton Benjamin take it on the returning Roderick Strong. Yo, baby. Yeah, baby. Uh, and Roderick Strong getting the victory. Uh, afterwards, he kind of mouths to the camera. Tommaso, he, he he grabs a mic and he says, "Tommaso Champa, I'm coming for you." And yeah. drops it and walks out. Yeah, baby. Roderick Short, sweet, and to the point. Roddy, Roddy, going right after Tommaso Champa. Roderick Strong, going after, going after tag team champion Roderick Strong. By the way, going after mm-hmm. United States champion, bringing the gold home to Undisputed Era. Possibly, I guess we'll see. Yes, we'll see. All right, after that. We have our first segment, and Rob, this one's for you. We head into the <laughs> locker room and find R-Truth frantically searching for something, and the interviewer asks what he's looking for. R-Truth says, well, my 24-7 title is just gone. I swear I didn't get, I swear I didn't get pinned today. It feels like it just grew legs and walked away. I think I know someone who can solve this. Uh, R-Truth ducks below frame and then pops back up with his detective hat on. <laughs> And he says, this is a job for Detective Hard Truth. I gotta go interrogate some suspects. And then Truth runs out of the locker room to go do some detective work. <laughs> oh, great. I, I love... De- detective Hard Truth in the case of the missing 24-7 title. I love it. I love it. I like that you're bringing back the 24-7 <laughs> title. A title you and I have not used for months, just like it grew legs and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> I also like the idea that <clears throat> I like the idea that our truth has been twenty four seven champion this entire time, and he's just now well, realizing on and off. I would imagine. No, 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 no. I like the idea that he hasn't, like he's he lost it months ago, but is just now realizing that it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh wait, hold on, am I the twenty four seven champion? Where did it go? <laughs> Uh, Detective Hard Truth would have come back and returned. Take it, on, take it on the case of his missing title. Oh, man. You love to see it. You love to see it, folks. 
All right. Well, match two oh, is a tag God. team match where Ziggler and Rude take on Heavy Machinery. And Ziggler and Rude get the win. And I was so tired when I wrote this that this next bit just says, after the uh, Ziggler and Rude get another victory and do the belt thing with their hands. I think I've written <laughs> the same exact phrase. <laughs> I feel like I did that with Bianca Belair where I was like, she, she does the, the belt thing. <laughs> she does the belt thing with his hands. She mimes You all know belt. what I'm talking about. You can't see my video, but you get it. She mimes a belt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ziggler and Rude going after the titles I like. Ziggler, I like how they're going after the titles after winning one match last week. <laughs> they're Two like, matches this week. Excuse <laughs> you. <laughs> Zig Dolph listen, Ziggler listen, listen. in his I have, first I have, win. I have, pla- I have plans. Okay, let me let me roll with it. Dolph Ziggler in his second win. I don't have since... I don't have as many tag teams as I as I would like. So I need That's I need to either, I need to make some new ones. And I and I have I have I promise I have some coming down the pipeline. Dolph Ziggler. I just need to build up somebody right now, and I wanted to build up somebody new and not somebody who had been building up. I built up the Street Problems. I built up Heavy Machinery. I built up One Nation. I want to build up the heel tag teams because the heel tag teams. Or One Nation, Root and Ziggler, and Root and Ziggler have been getting the shaft a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's so t- it's I want to build up. I want to build up Root and Ziggler a little bit because all the other tag teams, Undisputed Era, One Nation, Heavy Machinery, Street Profits, all have a lot of momentum here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm it- attempting my best to try to put Ziggler and Rude back on the map, I guess. And you have a huge roster. You could easily make more tag teams like you sort of alluded to. Oh, I, to. I plan to. Like I said, I definitely have one coming down the pipeline now that uh, Cedric Alexander is on SmackDown. That's true. That's true. Um, plus, you got the Mysterios, so you can always do a Mysterio, Mysterio uh, tag team as well. Right there. And there. That's true. Hi. Father and son tag team, possibly. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, after that, we have a video package, and it's Charlotte Flair sitting atop a throne with a wall be- with a wall behind her that's covered in all the titles she's won in WWE. Oh, interesting. The- she says, the queen is back, and I'm going to make sure the whole rocker- locker room is on notice. Once I finish making my way through the women's division on this show, I'm coming for the top. Sasha, you better clutch that belt as tight as you can because nothing is going to stand in my way of becoming the SmackDown Women's Champion. Charlotte stands up off her throne and heads off camera for her match next. Oh, there we go. Uh, We have Charlotte Flair taking on Mickie James, in which Charlotte Flair picks up the victory. Nice, nice. Mickie James. uh, It sucks that Mickie James gets a loss here. I I think they wrestled... A couple weeks ago, in the same result, and the result was the same. Charlotte Flair getting the win again over Mickey James. So good for Flair. I thought that, but then I think the match got replaced. Um, let's look. Maybe episode twenty-two. Charlotte Flair. Or am I crazy? I think I'm just crazy. No, yeah, you're right. I just for some reason in my mind that match got like got got like a card subject to change or something. I don't know why. Uh, you replaced. Charlotte Flair versus Mandy Rose ah, with Mickey James that. versus Dana Brooke. That's where I got mixed up. Mm-hmm. But good for Flair. Another victory for Flair. She's coming up the title. Nice little fa- group here. I like. I really like your women's division because now you have a lot of – you're focusing on you're building up a lot of women, so it's it's like a, a powder keg waiting to explode at some point. There's a lot of people yeah. circling the title. Yeah. I like it. After that match, we have another segment. 
Truth is backstage with a temporary cardboard 24-7 title he definitely made himself. (laughs) (laughs) He... (laughs) (laughs) He finds Mojo Raleigh, who is suspiciously wearing green and gold gear tonight. Truth turns on his phone flashlight and shines it in Mojo's eyes. When was the last time you saw the 24-7 title? Mojo is as confused as any person would be. Truth, truth. what? You're the champion. How did it just go missing? Truth, the 24-7 title, what is that? That's never existed. Truth, <laughs> I'm asking the questions here. What did you do with my baby? I see your, I see your clothes are the same color as it. I know it was you, Mojo. <laughs> truth, if it were me, I would have pinned you for it. I would want you to know if I took that belt from you. Mojo walks away and yells, Hey, I'm not done with you. Get back here. <laughs> he, chases, he chases Mojo down the hallway as the camera fades back to the rest of SmackDown. Hey, hey, where are you going? Where, where are you going? <laughs> Which leads us to match four. Cedric Alexander versus Humberto Carrillo. Uh, and when Cedric Alexander picks up the victory. Yeah. But as Cedric is celebrating, Carrillo attacks Cedric from behind and beats him down. But someone comes out to make the save. And it's none other then the light of SmackDown, Mustafa Ali. Yeah, baby. Ali helps Cedric to his feet and raises Cedric's hand, and then the two friends hug each other in their wonderful reunion and head to the back. Nice. Nice. Cedric Alexander not only getting the win, but potential tag team on the horizon. Mustafa Ali, Cedric Alexander, stealing Maybe. my ideal of Ricochet and Alexander, even though they're on it's Raw. Gonna called, it's going to be called the Two Fly Dudes. <laughs> Double, <laughs> double, double fly dudes, double sky dudes, double sky dudes, DSD, <laughs> baby. All right, well, hit me with that after, main event. Yeah, after that, we have our main event, of course, Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre. However, this match ends in a no contest when Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly come to the mid- come to the ring mid match with chairs and beat down Balor and McIntyre. Oh dang! Cole grabs a mic and talks directly to Drew, who's on the ground. You thought you could just get rid of me that easily, Drew? You thought I was done with you? You thought you could just give out the title shot to whoever you want? No, that's not how this works. Yeah. This title should be mine, and I plan on ripping it from your cold, dead hands, Drew. Whoa. Cole throws the, literally like throws the mic at Drew McIntyre on the ground, and Kyle O'Reilly is standing in shock at what he just saw his friend say. <laughs> That's awesome. Kyle O'Reilly is even just like, whoa, dude, what the hell? <laughs> you, <laughs> whoa, whoa, easy. Dude, you just said you were going to murder him. <laughs> whoa. whoa. <laughs> you said you were going to murder the guy. Okay, we're, we're, we're a frat, not like a... But yeah. Cole is not done, clearly. No, definitely not. Holy crap. I like... Okay, so, thoughts. I like the... I like it being a draw because, one, money match... Uh, I it, you know you don't necessarily want to give that. You can't just have you out. can't just have this match on. Like, uh, well, I mean you can, but uh, yeah, I want to save this match. This match is a pay per view match. Yeah, I I think it's too big, and I think it, 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 it's almost like the time where we de- debuted Undisputed Era. True, true where we true. had that dream match for the WWE Championship. Uh-huh. And they were like, no, that is true. That is it. That what, what was it? Rollins and AJ. Yes, it was Rollins versus Styles. It ended in a no contest because Undisputed Era debuted on the SmackDown 1000th episode. Mm-hmm. This 
is a fun little callback to that. I don't know yeah. if you if you did that on purpose or not, Mikey, but that is a fun little callback to that moment because this, I would argue, Balor McIntyre, a little bit of a dream match again here, and that's sort of something we've been building for a while. They were people that we that in that first season have became the stars coming out of it. I would argue that we built up there, and you know, I and then Undisputed Era get involved. Well, at least two of the current five members of Undisputed Era get involved. Um. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. I, I think that was a good match. I am ex- interested. It sounds like the potential of the Hell in a Cell might go to this match. Um, Adam Cole is dead serious. Whether or not Balor is involved at all is also interesting. A triple threat, maybe? Maybe a, a fatal four-way with Kyle O'Reilly, maybe? Kyle O'Reilly's WWE... Sorry, Universal Champion? Uh, who knows? Who knows? I guess we'll see. We'll see, we'll see what happens. Just gotta wait till Hell in a Cell, baby. Well, Mikey, I've hit the randomizer already, and Ugh. it's hilarious. Oh, no. Because I got the same result. Card subject to change. <laughs> Replace an entire God. match. Uh, We're replacing matches out here. Vince McMahon does not like the matches we've booked, and they he wants to replace an entire match. Uh, man... I think I have an idea of what I want to do here. Yeah, talk, talk us through. What you thinking? All right, so I'm thinking I'm replacing Cedric Alexander's match. How dare with... you? How dare you? No, no, no. I'm replacing Cedric Alexander's match with a match involving Mustafa Ali, and then I'm going to have Cedric make the save. Is that a cop-out? It's the same exact match, but it's Ali instead. No, it's Ali and somebody else. Oh, okay. And then whoever else beats down Ali. It's basically... The same story, the but same it's different. story, except I'm switching who saves who. Uh, I think it's as much of a cop-out as my turning a Roman Reigns versus Kofi Kingston into a six-man. So I would, I'm going to allow it. All right. <laughs> I just got to find out who Ali is fighting. That's fair. You, you who What level heels are on that same sort of level... As a Mustafa Ali. Hmm. It's a tough, mm. tough pick. Ooh, Sami Zayn. I, you know what's funny? I was literally about to say it. <laughs> I like it. I think it's going to be Sami Zayn. And I then like afterwards, afterwards, beats he, beats, he beats him down with the money in the yeah. bank. <laughs> yeah, let's get Mr. Money in the Bank on the show. Get him feuding with Ali and, and uh, Cedric here. Yeah. All right. So uh, my I'm replacing Cedric Alexander versus Humberto uh, Carrillo with Mustafa Ali versus Sami Zayn, and then uh, Ali gets the win. But afterwards, Sami Zayn beats down Ali, and C- and Cedric comes out to make the save. I like it. I like it. Um, let's make it a triple threat for uh, for the Money in the Bank briefcase. Let's put it on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Make or keep it on Sami Zayn. The draft's coming up, and Sami Zayn holds the briefcase. So I'm interested in what happens to Sami Zayn with this draft. He can always, obviously, move to Raw. He can always stay on SmackDown. You've you've said in the past that you're interested in not using Sami Zayn anymore. Um, but now you have a potential storyline brewing. So let me see if that holds up. Um, in the same vein. 
Sami Zayn going to Raw, challenging Roman Reigns. I mean, Keith Lee for the 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 WWE champion. Who knows? Maybe, maybe you. The other thing is, you know, I'm gonna have some defenses. You know, I'm gonna have move Sami Zayn and have him defend that briefcase. Yeah, you you over there on Raw like to treat the briefcase as a as like a, another title. Yeah, exactly. Almost exactly. All right, and I officially changed the segment afterwards. After the match, Zayn attacks Ali and beats him down, but someone comes out to make the save, and it's Cedric Alexander. Cedric helps Ali to his feet, raises Ali's hand, and the two friends hug each other and head to the back. Very nice. I, I like it. I think it's a solid move. I like putting. I like putting Sammy. And it Zane keeps that. And there. it keeps that that little that story I had there. You know. Yes, it it maintains the story idea of Ali and Cedric teaming together, but it's a good way to get Sammy Zayn back on television. You know, for at least yes. this night. Uh, and he's got uh, grief, obviously, with Ali. You know, he beat him down for briefcase. Yes. So there is something there. Uh, well, there it is. That there it is, folks. That is SmackDown. That is Raw. Like we said, we have Hell in a Cell. That pay per view on the horizon, folks. Um, indeed, indeed. Do we have any matches announced for it? Uh, I don't think I do at all, actually. Um, but we obviously will be getting there eventually. Um, at you know, two Hell in a Cell matches, Mikey, on that card. One for Raw, one for SmackDown. So I'm excited on the potentialities of every of what those matches could be. Me too. I'm very excited about it. Um, but if you are also excited about it, obviously, like we said, you can subscribe to the podcast feed. Subscribe to Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to Spotify. Subscribe to Stitcher. Subscribe to Google Play Store. Subscribe wherever. Subscribe wherever you can. To this wherever you like to listen to your podcast. podcast feed. And also to note, as a programming note, you can stay subscribed as well. But also, we got a new season coming up. Season 4 after the draft. Or after Hell in a Cell when we do the new draft. That's going to be a whole new season. So we'll probably get a second RSS or another RSS feed for uh, uh, this show specifically. So we'll start at season four. Uh, maybe eventually we'll start uploading the backlog of season one, two, and three. But that's going to take a very long time. So we'll see what that happens yep. or if that happens at all. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we got a lot of news on the horizon. And that is what I will tease tease tonight. Uh, is that we have a lot of news on the horizon, Mikey. And uh, I'm excited for it. I want the people at home to be excited for it because it's it's cool things. Cool changes are coming. Very, very cool. cool. ideas are being presented, and uh, I'm ready for it. Should we uh, give him a little teaser about what's possibly happening next week? Uh, do you want to hit, hit him with that little teaser, Mikey? All right. So a little teaser. Uh in a couple of weeks, uh, you might hear a special episode of Hit the Books where me and Ryan and possibly a special guest are all in the same room together for the first time since we've been recording. Yes. Yes. We will. That, that's that's a fun time, Mikey. We have not. I have not seen you in person since. Before, Probably since we graduated. Since we graduated. Um, and we will be in the same room. Uh, we live. You know, you live in New Jersey. I live in Georgia. You'll be coming down mm-hmm. to Georgia um, for a bit, so we'll be able to do a live recording together. And there are reasons why we're doing the live recording, and uh, I will stay tuned. The best way to stay tuned for that information is following us on Twitter at Hit the Books Pod. 
We can talk more about it next week, obviously. Also, subscribe to the YouTube for uh, for what we're going to be there for. Yes, lots of new content and stuff coming out. So definitely subscribe to this podcast feed. Subscribe to all of our podcast feeds. So subscribe to the Hit the Book Season 4 when it drops in a couple of weeks. Subscribe to Mikey's Independent Waters, which I'll give you the opening for the plug in a minute. And Not Mikey's Independent Waters, just Independent Waters. Me and Zach Batista host a show uh, every Wednesday. He's taking the plug already. That. Hey, man, I got to do it. You, you set me up. Oh, dang it. Me me and Zach Batista show Independent Waters where we review independent wrestling matches that we picked out from, uh, from, from all of the independent wrestling out there. We pick and choose what matches we want to watch, and we give you a review and let you know what's uh, good and what maybe isn't as good. Yeah, so subscribe to that. Subscribe to this feed. Follow us on Twitter at Hit the Books Pod. Subscribe, hit the Books Pod. Let me say that properly. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Hit the Books Podcast, as well. Uh, lots of new changes coming up, lots of new content. Uh, I cannot stress that enough. So definitely stay tuned with, for everything uh, on all of our platforms, and we'll definitely try to keep you up to date on all of those things. Big changes in the upcoming weeks. Mikey and I are very excited about it. Um, so, you know, let's let's get it. Let's get to it, Mikey. Let's get it. So until next week, we'll see you then. Until then, we've got two words for you. Book it. Detective Truth. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everybody. This has been a Countout Podcast.